I'm Crystal Venegas, licensed marriage and family therapist. And I'm Ibrahim Dalla, licensed massage practitioner and certified health coach. And this is the Holistic Healers Community Podcast. Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Holistic Healers Community Podcast. Hello, community. How are you today? Well, you can't answer, so I'll just ask Ibrahim here. How are you doing? (laughs) I am doing great. How are you, Crystal? I'm well. I'm feeling giddy right now. I'm so glad we found the time to still make an episode happen this week. Yeah, we really uh, were not going to. And I like the fact that we are so determined that we just went ahead and decided to. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking a little bit about the art of slowing down. And we'll get into why in a little bit. In but, a little bit. But first, we'll start with our usual check-in. Is yes. going to be a little bit more of us talking about something that we both experienced over the last week that sort of segued it into why we wanted to do this particular episode. Yes, and that is going to be tarot card reading. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Very interesting experience for me. Tell me about your experience, Crystal. Yeah, so we both had a tarot reading with Gina. uh, Separate days. I did mine first, and then you did yours the following day. Yes, the day after, correct. Yeah, something about it was just calling to me. I had never done a full reading before, I, I've had people maybe pull a card for me here or there, mm-hmm. but never did a full formal reading. And something was just calling to me lately where I was like, I really want to do it. I want, I, I want that clarity that mm-hmm. she was talking about. I have a few things going on that are making life feel a little more chaotic or having difficulty navigating some stuff. And I was like, you know what? Let me, let me see what it's all about. Yeah. So... It was pretty profound. It was really interesting. So overall, the message was, I have a pretty good sense of direction. I know who I want to be, how I want to present myself in the world, and I'm well on my way to making it happen. However, the main thing that's going to maybe hold me back from being able to achieve it all Mm -hmm. is pretty much myself. Mm -hmm. I need to learn how to slow down. I need to stop and listen to the music. I need to have faith that even if I can't see the entire path ahead of me, that it's going to lead somewhere meaningful and valuable to me so long as I keep taking slow and steady steps. Yes. Yeah, and along the way I need to remember that healing is important. Mm Mm-hmm. That part of slowing down means reflecting, healing, looking at my unhelpful thought patterns and the narratives that are keeping me stuck and sorting through all of that in order to continue building that momentum that will ultimately get me where I want to be. Yes. But the slowing down part is the key piece. I need to do that first in order for everything that I am working toward to come to fruition. Yes. Uh, Sounds very familiar. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe because mine was very similar to yours. Right. 
Yes, it's a very interesting experience indeed. Gina was absolutely awesome. I've like you, I've never had a full on tarot card reading as well. It mm-hmm. was here and there, maybe I think the longest was a ten minute reading once. Mm. However, this one was a hour long treatment or I'm sorry, <laughs> hour long experience. Felt like a treatment for it sure. It felt like a treatment. <laughs> there was so much going on and very similar to you. My cards read or told me that I'm on the right path. I need to get out of my own way. And I should dial back on helping people as much as I do. That I need just as much help as the person that is seeking help from me. Mm -hmm. It's really hard because I'm a provider and, and a caretaker and a holistic body worker and I've been in this industry for so long taking care of people majority of my career basically majority of my life I had Sade when I was 22 Mm -hmm. so I've always been taking care of people or family that's always been them before me however there has been a slight shift in my life to where I'm actually allowing myself time for myself to take care of myself and I've noticed a lot more of that this past year since my accident last year I'm only going to get better if I allow the healing in Mm -hmm. and if I allow myself the time and the privilege and the ability to put myself first to get better which is something I wasn't doing after the accident Mm. obviously decided to do more of it more so towards the end of the year. Basically, I think around the time that you and I met was when I really started diving into self-care. Yeah, I remember our very first meetup when we had that coffee date. You were telling me that you were planning to take an entire week off of work. And I think that was a week or two after I met you. And yeah, you made it seem like that was such a hard thing to do. And you were very <laughs> tempted, like maybe one or two massage sessions I'll sprinkle in there. But at least yes. I'm still dialing back a little bit. And I think even back then I was just like, no, dude, if you want to take the, the time off, take the time off. Yes. I had to take the time off. Yeah. It was the only way for me to get healthy enough, strong enough to come back even better than before so I can help people. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm running on empty trying to feed people with a quarter tank. Yeah. And that was just not working for me. It was very interesting in regards to my path as well. I thought it was interesting that my cards did not say anything about love Mm -hmm. or relationships in regards to, you know, finding love romantically. Mm -hmm. What it only talked about was making sure that I found a place for myself where I could heal. And it was great because I have that sign in my room. We did my card reading at my studio. Mm-hmm. And Gina was facing the board The board that says self-care is not selfish. Mm-hmm. And she said it to me so many times. Mm-hmm. She was like, it says it right there. Self-care is not selfish. You have to put yourself first. And it was fascinating that I have that right there And that she was using it for me Mm -hmm. because I use it for my clients all the time. It was great to be reminded and to know that I'm on the right path. And the only way things will get better is to put myself first. To get the healing that I need, 
to get the time that I need for myself. It's fascinating. I am the king. I am the light. You know, I shine bright. But the only way I can help people is to allow them to come to me. I can't keep mm -hmm. searching for people to help and just w wanting to help people. I always do that anyway. That's just who I am. Mm -hmm. But allowing people to find my light and to be attracted to my light and to be drawn to my light. I can't always just put myself out there. I have to allow people to come to me so I can help them instead right. of just throwing myself out there to help people. Right. Yeah. It's fascinating. Like you, I got a lot of kings as well, but I also got a lot of knights. And mm. I love that she had noted that I'm clearly determined. I'm not afraid of a challenge. I'm absolutely willing to jump out there and, you know, step out into the battlefield and do what's necessary to achieve my goal. Mm -hmm. But I need to create that clarity. What is my goal? And then I need to make sure that whatever I decide it is, that it's meaningful, it's I'm passionate about it, and it mm -hmm. fills me with purpose. Yes. Yeah, so she's yeah. like, don't go out there fighting blindly for just any cause. She's yeah. like, make Can't just sure. just swing that sword around. Right, right. And <laughs> yeah, she was like, make sure it's meaningful. Make sure it fills you with purpose and make sure you're passionate about it. Yes. And I was like, you're right. Like, I feel like these days I'm just jumping into so many things and I'm not creating the clarity in regards to which of these things is most important to me Correct. and why am I doing them? Do they all have to be done right now? Can mm -hmm. I take my time with some of them? And I love that she also said, you can do anything, but you can't do everything all at once. Correct. She said the exact Ooh. same thing to me. Oh, that hit me right exact in the feels. I was just like, Gina, you're looking into my soul. <laughs> I thought it was fascinating. It was just mind-blowing that you and I it also makes a lot of sense mm -hmm. that you and I had a lot of similarities in our readings. You can do everything you want to do, but you can't do everything <laughs> all at once. Yes. And it's, it's just amazing that it makes a lot of sense. We are both very driven. We both want to get so much done. And I think that's probably why we are where we are now. You know, our energies combining, coming together to build something. We do have to dial it back sometimes because we always want to do so much. Mm -hmm. We definitely want to create our community, build our community more than where it's at. We, there's so much that we want to do, but so we just much. have to take our time. Yeah. And we have to prioritize. Mm -hmm. One of the things that really stood out to me was my foundation, how I had four wands in my foundation and it kept coming up the number four with my foundation this mm. this is what keeps you going mm. this these four wands representing your foundation and you know it just to me it represented my children mm. because I have four children they are my foundation I do everything for them mm. I live for them I succeed for them I take care of myself for them. Mm -hmm. Everything I do in my life is for my children. It's always been that way for me. And it made me realize, it, it gave me that reminder that I'm heading in the right direction, but I have to make sure that my foundation is strong. Yeah. To me, that sat in a, in a place where I need to focus more on my children as mm. well. Focusing on my children requires me to focus on myself to be healthy enough so I can 
do more for my children and be yeah. there for them. And it was great to feel that empowerment that you're going to get everything you want. Mm -hmm. You just have to, like you said, get out of your own way. Yeah. And allow yourself to heal. Right. I need more self-care. And, you know, it's interesting because I thought I was doing enough mm -hmm. self-care. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, we're doing, you and I both are doing a lot more than others. Right. However, it can be more. Right. You really have to take a look at it. And we've talked about this before. What type of self-care? And I realized that, too. I was like, yes, I'm doing a lot of the things that make me feel a little bit more relaxed, that make me feel really calm and good. But I wasn't doing a lot of the things that truly speak to my soul. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I already told you when we were talking about the experience, writing. Mm -hmm. I've written for as long as I could, could remember. Journaling, poetry, all kinds of stuff. But over the last year or so, I haven't really written. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why. I don't know why or where or how I let it go because it's something that's so meaningful to me. But that was a form of self-care. I realized that I let go and I genuinely miss it. And when I took a look at the why, I think it really came down to, again, I'm spread so thin. So many things are taking up my time and energy and attention that when it really comes down to it, I'm like, well, I don't have time for that or I'll get to that later or I'll, I keep putting it off. But it's like, yeah. but that's one of the things that's most meaningful to me. Why do yeah. I keep putting it off? Exactly. I feel like we put it off because it is meaning to us mm. because we it's a part of who we are so it's easier to set aside yeah so we can focus on something new it's already foundational and we're trying to establish the foundation for too many other things exactly yeah and like she said one thing at a time i mean i think when you and i first met i was probably i had my hand in probably five things mm -hmm. all at once recently i dialed it back to just the three mm. And now I'm like, wait, but it's only three thinking that that's not too much, that I can still focus on three things all at once. Hmm. But obviously, that's just not going to happen unless, of course, I get some extra support or something with my other ventures. But right now, my biggest venture is me mm -hmm. needing to put more time into my self-care. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Gina. <laughs> thank you so very much. I know you're listening to this, and I just want to say thank you. Yes, thank you from <laughs> both of us. So I do want to talk a little bit about what slowing down means, because I think for those of us who struggle with this, we can get stuck in that space of what does that even mean? How do I slow down? How do I do that? But before we jump into that, I really also want to establish a foundation of knowledge for what does it look like if you struggle in this area? Mm -hmm. What are some indicators that you might need to slow down? Well, I think sometimes the universe gives us major indicators. Oh, yeah. Uh, like twisting your knee, twisting mm -hmm. your ankle, bumping into stuff constantly, wondering where those bruises came from, mm. dropping, breaking stuff, locking yourself out of the car health problems yeah. that force you to slow down yeah. chronic illness stuff like that yeah absolutely yeah. stuff can naturally come up that are indicators that we are doing too much mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how do we know 
And I think it's just something we have to be conscious of. I was speaking to my, uh, I had a client yesterday, uh, Roxy. I was speaking with her yesterday. She twisted her ankle, so I went to go help her with her ankle. Mm. And it's so interesting. While I was working on her, she said, it felt like a message. And she wanted to view what happened to her ankle as a message in Mm. regards to what is the universe, what is God trying to tell me in this instance right now? Why did this happen? Besides, you know, tripping and slipping off just accident. You know, besides the actual accident, why did it happen? Yeah. Just moving too fast. Good for her for actually listening to the message. Most people would just kind of credit it to a bad day or an unlucky moment. Mm -hmm. But that is amazing that she had the ability to bring awareness to that and say, what is the message that is being conveyed to me yes. through this experience? Yes. And it took me a while after my accident. Uh, obviously, my accident slowed me down a lot. Well, <laughs> not initially because I was still trying to work and do everything else. But I sat there. It took me a good maybe three months to mm-hmm. realize I need to really slow down. Yeah. I'm not going to get any better if I keep doing, if I keep moving at this pace, if my focus is all over the place. Mm. Imagine if my focus was just in one direction instead of in multiple directions. Mm -hmm. I probably would be in a different place right now. However, everything happens for a reason. I truly believe that. And I believe my message was to slow down. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I still get a little bit of a reminder, but. Even on my way here now from the store, coming back from Rancho, I wanted to speed up because <laughs> I wanted to get here so fast so we could do this recording. Mm, I better have been in, in the back of your mind. You better you not were. eat. You no, better I not. I kid you that. You <laughs> really were. You were like, drive safe. Get here, but drive safe. Mm-hmm. And I kept telling myself, slow down. I don't need to speed. Yeah. I don't need to hurry up. There's plenty of time. Everything is going to work out. Right. And I feel that I'm falling into a better place with this because it's hard to notice these messages. It's hard to recognize them as messages. Yeah. And I think you tapped on another common symptom. So a racing mind, the need to stay busy, Mm -hmm. that sort of restless feeling. So you wanting to rush and get here quickly I would say that's a sign that you were very in your head Mm -hmm. instead of present in the moment. And those are also really common signs. That's actually one that Drew struggles with the most is the need to stay busy all the damn Mm -hmm. time. That man does not know how to sit still. He doesn't. (laughs) And like I have a lot of the, the cognitive stuff going on, right? Like my mind's constantly racing. I can be thinking about so many things at any given point in time. But at minimum, I have sort of a cutoff where... Usually it's about four thirty, five o'clock. When I go and pick up my son, I don't do anything work-related after mm-hmm. that. I am just present with him, mm-hmm. and we have our little routine, which is how we get our bonding moments. So at least I have the ability to somewhat sit still mm-hmm. when I have it in my head that I'm going to do it this way. This is my scheduled time mm-hmm. for stillness. Oh, no. Even if he's with us, he's still, well, let me just do this real quick. Let me just do that. Let me. (laughs) And I'm just like, can you just sit still? Can you just stay here with us? (laughs) I I think family has a lot to do with it as well. My mother is exactly the same. 
And it's so interesting because she's always trying to tell me to sit down and be still. But this woman is walking around with a busted knee and still doing everything around the house. Mom, mm-hmm. you're in the backyard. I'm gar- you're gardening. Mom, your knee. You're doing laundry. You're cleaning up. You're cooking. You're, you're baking. You're doing all these things while you should be sitting still. Right. But I should be sitting still. And she always tells me, you should sit still. But, Mom, you don't sit still. Where did you get this from? Uh, I don't know, Mom. Mm-hmm. Maybe I got it from you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm constantly being told by my fam- by my mother that you're doing too much. Mm-hmm. You need to sit still. And I'm like, but, Mom, I learned it from watching you. <laughs> yeah, right. I get it from you. So it's hard to allow myself to even be present with that thought of being still because I, it's not really around me. Yeah. Even my roommate, Rusty, you've met him. He, mm-hmm. He's all over the place. A mm-hmm. lot of people around me are literally all over the place. Yeah, I think it's just a societal norm at this point. We've got that go, go, go mentality all throughout our nation. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it, it makes it really hard to the point where we almost feel guilty if we do slow down. We yeah. feel like, I'm doing nothing. I'm being lazy. Exactly. I'm Yeah, so it, it makes it really difficult. Well, I mean, how do we change that? Yeah. My number one recommendation, and it's the reason why I, I'm doing this every single day of my life, is because of the benefits of it, mindfulness. Mm-hmm. So I just mentioned earlier that being in your head, wanting to rush somewhere, feeling that restlessness, you know, feeling like you have to stay busy, that's all a sign that you're not present in this moment. Mm-hmm. You are thinking about the future. You're thinking about your to-do list. You're thinking about, you're, th- you're in your head. You are not just right here in the simplicity of this moment. Yes. And so practicing mindfulness on a regular basis, it literally teaches you how to be in the present moment. Mm. It teaches you how to tolerate whatever might come up in that moment. And so you may you may still have the thoughts that come up that say, I need to do this. I've got to do that. I've got, you know, that just because you practice mindfulness doesn't mean that your mind is suddenly going to learn how to be still and quiet all the time. Mm-hmm. The thoughts will still come up, but mindfulness helps you get to a point where you can practice discernment. So you can, the thoughts can come up and you can look at them, notice them and say, well, is that a thought I have to act on? right at this moment Mm -hmm. or can I put a pin in it set it aside write it on my to-do list whatever it is to make me feel a little more comfortable about letting the thought pass and just staying in the present moment Mm -hmm. I find that challenging at times I've gotten much better at it but it's still challenging at times because there's always so much to do right yeah (laughs) how do I keep myself from being too busy Mm. Mm-hmm. That's always a challenge. I I find it complicated. I find it stressful sometimes mm-hmm. and overwhelming, of course. But it's a necessity to allow myself to be still, mm-hmm. to slow things down. Yeah. So I can be present. I'm all over the place, even with my children. But I've gotten so much better. Mm-hmm. And I'm really, really excited to dive more into self-care mm-hmm. and slowing down mm-hmm. and i really love teaching when it comes to mindfulness how to incorporate it into everyday life so it doesn't feel like another chore 
Because I think a lot of people have a problem with, okay, I'm going to wake up in the morning and the first half hour of the morning is going to go to this meditation practice or mm -hmm. something. You feel like, no, I want to get up. I want to get ready. I want to get the day started. I want to write my to-do list. I want to jump into that. I want to do this. And so it's really hard for people to actually dedicate themselves to a lengthy practice. Yes. So what I teach are mindfulness skills that you can do on an everyday basis. Often, yeah. most of them take less than two minutes to complete. Mm. But the point is, if you're practicing mindfulness for one minute at a time, 20 times throughout the day, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're building moments of presence consistently. And that's leading to, it's creating those neural connections in your brain that's leading to the desire to do it more. Because yes. then you start to recognize, hey, the present moment, usually, most of the time, mm -hmm. isn't all that bad. The stuff that stresses it, us out is in our heads. Always. Yeah. It's, Always in our We're heads. thinking about stuff that already happened. We're thinking about anticipating stuff that's to come. Mm -hmm. And that's the stuff that stresses us, us out. But this exact moment, it's actually pretty chill. It is. I find mindfulness to be very helpful. I know that when I first started practicing mindfulness about, oh my, 12, 13 years ago, mm -hmm. Uh, it became something that was extremely useful. I would actually go to a mindful place, mm -hmm. a place that was, I can't remember the name of it now, but it was in Silver Lake. Mm -hmm. And I would go there specifically for mindfulness, mm -hmm. to just meditate. Mm -hmm. I would go early in the morning, catch the first one in, of the day, and it really started helping me. And these, ex these sessions were about 30 minutes mm -hmm. long, sometimes a little bit longer. But they were first thing in the morning. And it allowed me to become a lot more present and still and find a better path. Everything just worked out better when I was consistent with mm -hmm. it. And now I find it a little bit more challenging, which is really interesting because it wasn't before. Right. Yeah. Now it's a lot more challenging to set aside that time. Like you said, it feels like a chore now, Yeah, which is mind-blowing because I know it's a necessity. Mm. But it still feels like a chore to set myself aside a few minutes. Usually I do about a good 10, 20-minute. You know, I even got up to 30-minute meditations before. And now it's hard for me to even do five minutes. Mm. I'm still getting at least a couple minutes in. Yeah. What I, I know for a lot of people being still and being mindful can be challenging mm -hmm. a lot of time I, I my there's too much going on in my head I think what helps me the most is actually incorporating that breath work first mm -hmm. taking those deep breaths to slow down really is a great for me a great tra transition into being more mindful right right but I have to take the breaths yeah the breaths have to happen mm three four deep breaths sometimes five just to slow things down then it's a little bit easier it's mm. still challenging but it becomes easier the more i practice mm. it there's another technique that i teach to be consistent with mindfulness that i think you would really benefit from tell me tell so me now because we were talking I think it was last week or two weeks ago when, when we did the Shiradara treatment, yes. we were talking to Isabel about how the gong in particular kept bringing you back, right? Yeah. Like your, your mind was a bit chaotic during the treatment, mm -hmm. but the gong centered you again and you mm -hmm. found presence again, stillness again. So I usually will 
invite my clients to try this technique where you set a timer on your phone and so hopefully your phone has some sort of setting where you can personalize that timer but mm -hmm. i wonder if you have one that's either a sound bowl or a gong or something like that mm -hmm. but you set several timers throughout your day you can decide if it's maybe every three hours every hour every mm -hmm. you know top of the hour whatever so you decide how frequently but if it's a sound bowl if it's a gong if it's something a mm -hmm. sound that resonates with you it, it 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 gives you that opportunity to recenter yourself every time the timer goes off and it's your reminder hey how about you take a quick minute for mindfulness yes i like that idea i used to do that yeah and i stopped mm. which is really interesting I guess for me now, it's it's my prayer times. Mm, yeah. So my prayer times is automatic on my phone. Mm -hmm. And it really does bring me back to center. I still want to add mindfulness to it, though. Mm -hmm. I know for me, prayer is mindful, but I want more. Mm. I believe when I do both, I'm at a better place. I'm finding myself to be a lot more stable, a lot more grounded. And I just... I. Yeah, I just I think I'm just going to have to do that. Mm -hmm. There are apps that I've seen before with uh, certain gong noises mm -hmm. or sound bowl noises. You know, sometimes these Apple phones are not as customizable as we want them to be, but right. I can I'll figure out a way. Mm -hmm. I'll probably do that to this evening, especially since my phone looks brand new. Yay. Yes, <laughs> the cracks are gone. I broke my phone uh, <laughs> last week, ladies and gentlemen. So it's been in the shops and I had a. A loaner phone that's been extremely stressful to use. Yeah. It gave me a 10R and with 64 gigs, and it's just been extremely stressful. But my baby is back. I got my <laughs> 12 Pro Max back with looking brand new. And they, they even gave me a brand new battery. So it's like, it's literally like brand new. Good. I'm so excited. It feels like a new phone. So I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to do that and try to find. I hope I remember to do this. You might have to send me a text later. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm saying it now because we're talking about it, but I am going to get busier later. Mm -hmm. We still got so much to do at the house. We just had a few, another person move in, okay. one of the new tenants move in. So we've got a lot of things to do around the house. Mm -hmm. And I got laundry to do and everything yeah. else. But Well, that's a good segue into one of the other tips I have. For which is? To-do lists. Yes. Yes. Those are, that's my absolute favorite. To-do lists are such a necessity for me in order to ensure that I have the opportunity to slow down mm -hmm. because otherwise my mind is just running in circles all day. If I don't write it down, then I can have the same thought. Oh, I need to do this. Oh, I need to do this 20 times throughout the day. But I feel like if, if I write it down, it's like I'm plucking it out of my brain and giving it somewhere else to live. Mm -hmm. And so I don't I don't think about it as frequently because I'm like, it's on the to do list. I'll yes. get to it at some point, yes. you know, and I won't forget it. So I, won't, I don't have that like anxious reaction of like, oh, I got to do this. And then, you know, it doesn't keep popping up in that way. Yes. So even if you forget it in the to do list or if you forget to do it that day, it's on the mm -hmm. list still. So you're reminded to still do it, even if it's not that day. Exactly. And something similar I also often recommend to clients is something called a brain dump. Have you ever heard of it? I have not. I was reading that and I'm like, what's a brain dump? Yeah. So this is cool. It's, you know, kind of 
a little more complex than a simple to-do list, but I really love this idea and it is, it's especially effective towards the end of the night. I have a lot of clients who, because they're so active, they're so busy, they're, you know, professionals usually, there's got so much going on, they have difficulty unwinding at the end of the night so that they can fully relax and sleep. Mm-hmm. It's like that's when their mind decides it just wants to just race and, mm. you know, all the thoughts are popping up, all the things. So I tell them to keep a journal by their bedside. And at the end of the night when they're struggling to fully relax, that's when they do their brain dump. Mm-hmm. So you can personalize this in whatever way resonates best with you, but I usually have them break each sheet of paper down into quadrants. So four different sections and you decide what the section is. Mine, one of them is always a to-do list. Mm-hmm. And the other three can be things like you can put in just random thoughts or processing your emotions. Mm-hmm. So if they're they're thoughts that are coming up that you're like, I need to reflect on that more. Let me write down the thought. And when I have more time to reflect on it, the thought is there. I can come back to it. Yes. Another one can be, let's see, to do's, thoughts and emotions. You can put in ideas. Ideas. Yeah. So that's another one that for me happens a lot. I'm like, oh, I should do this. Oh, here's a content idea. Oh, here's that. You know, so, and so that's another section that I'll put in there. All those ideas that I don't want to lose, yes. but I also don't want to get up and go make a post right at that moment. You know, I'm trying yeah. to sleep. Well, you should do like I do and just text you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wake up in the morning and just give, hey, yeah. Chris, guess what? You know what we should do? You know, I just got this idea. I <laughs> no. think that's. I, I wake probably... up to 10 text messages. <laughs> like, what the heck, Ibrahim? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but ever since we started working together, ever since we started this, it just the ideas come right when I wake up in the mm-hmm. morning, and I have to share them with you because I don't want to forget. Right. So I guess I can try to find a better way of doing that. Mm. Maybe having the journal next to my bed, mm-hmm. so that when I do wake up, I don't have to just blow your phone up. <laughs> I can actually start writing it. Yeah. Down. Although it's really not all that much of an inconvenience. I keep my phone on silent when I'm sleeping anyway. So yes. it's not like you wake me up. I know. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But, but still, I, I, for me, it's easier to just, oh, let me send this to yeah. Crystal right now. Here you go. Boom. And then it, I feel like it's there. But then sometimes it's still, we text so much that that idea still might get lost. That's true. You do often lose it. But then you, yes. then you end up asking later, like, what was that idea that I sent you? Yeah. And I have a pretty good memory. So I'm usually able to say, oh, it was this. Yes. But then also, Ibrahim, I'm not your personal assistant. I mean, <laughs> I know, but still. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to <laughs> wake up with all these wonderful yeah. ideas and say, let me just write these down. Right. But maybe this is a part of that slowing down yeah instead of just jumping up and whoo let me just send this to her Mm. let me wake up breathe take some breaths and say you know what let me write these amazing ideas that i have let me write them down yeah yeah and make it as easy on yourself as possible to do that so have that journal right there. Yes. You don't even have to get up out of bed. You just got to re- yeah, reach. Just reach over. Yep. I could still be laying down. Exactly. And doing... Yeah. yeah. Or th- our phones are always nearby, right? Yes. Having a note on there where you have that ability to yes. uh, do the brain dump on your phone. Uh, but yeah, so ultimately just breaking it off into sections, whatever resonates most with you, whatever you feel comes up the most. Mm-hmm. 
have a section for it and yeah just give it somewhere else to live so that it's not swimming in your head the entire time that makes so much sense because there's a lot of fluid in my head (laughs) there's a lot of swimming in my head it's like raging waters in that wave pool where everybody is just in there all at once in the summertime (laughs) (laughs) that's what it feels like in my head sometimes (laughs) what other ideas do you have um or suggestions rather yeah so we've got the to-do list the brain dump mindfulness and and yeah and just really figuring out what resonates most with you slowing down is going to look different for every single one of us Mm -hmm. so like i said for me it was recognizing that i need to connect with parts of myself that would otherwise go neglected Mm -hmm. if i were to maintain the pace that i'm pretty consistently at So it's just recognizing what's most meaningful to you, what's most valuable. So getting clear on your individual values Mm -hmm. and figuring out how you can prioritize that and make that a daily thing. That's also something that came up in my tarot session. Mm. Gina was saying, one thing that I can do to slow down is think of three things every single day, just Mm -hmm. three. Mm -hmm. That was the number for me. For you, it was four, but Mm -hmm. for me, it was three. And you said, Try to figure out what are your top three priorities mm. on any given day. Mm-hmm. And it's going to fluctuate because maybe on a work day, one, one of my top three priorities is being fully present and engaged and there for my clients. Mm-hmm. But if it's not a work day, then maybe it's, you know, whatever I have going on around the house or family or myself. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to fluctuate every single day, which is why it's important to ask ourselves that question at the start of each day. Mm -hmm. What is most important to me? What are three things most important to me today? Mm -hmm. I know I could see that working. could also see it working if I schedule it out in advance a little bit, Mm. which was, which is something I used to do. It's so interesting how much easier things were for me then than they are now. Mm. I wonder why that is. I kind of want to, I'm going to, do some self-reflection and yeah. understand, try to understand why or when I stopped doing all of this self-care yeah. and mindfulness. Yeah. What is the shift? I guess rest, maybe mm. needing some more rest, maybe scheduling time for rest. Yeah. And plus, once you fall out of a habit, it feels really hard to jump back into it. I mean, like I said, I used to meditate for 30 minutes, you know, over 10 minutes. Now it's hard for me to be still for five minutes. Mm. I did used to use the app as well sometimes, and I'm not sure why. It just has become a bigger challenge Mm -hmm. for me to be still in regards to meditating, even though I know how effective it is and how beneficial it is for my mind body and soul yeah absolutely yeah i'm definitely gonna dive into that yeah i wonder what you're gonna dive into audience are you gonna try (laughs) to figure this out are you going to slow down i sure hope so i i hope that this is an invitation to all of you to join us in the act of slowing down try to figure out what that means for you as an individual and I'm so curious to hear what else people have to add on to what we've already included in this episode. So catch us over on Instagram. We'll, as always, as soon as this episode airs, we do a post announcing it. Go leave a comment. Tell us what slowing down will look like or has looked like 
for you. For you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so give us give us some feedback. Let us know what it is you're doing. Well, give us a, some suggestions even. Mm-hmm. What works best for you and what would you recommend for us to do and for others to do? Right. Because as we just admitted, we are not good at this. <laughs> so <laughs> the more tools, the better, please. Yeah. Give us ideas. <laughs> Give us ideas. Yeah, which please. I find so funny. I often teach my clients about this, but it's something that I struggle with too. So it just goes to show that we're all human. We're mm-hmm. imperfect and that's okay. Yes, and definitely. Yeah. So, hey, here's a way that you can help us. <laughs> please do. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to the Holistic Healers Community Podcast. We are so grateful for you, as always. As always. And until next time, ciao. I'm asking myself the question of when I'ma learn the lesson. How I'ma stop the stress and improvement upon my blessing. Moving from my depression and leaving the second guessing. No time for me to be missing the focus that is my mission. Using my intuition the way to me it was given. Just look inside of my eyes and you can see that I am driven. Effort will be submitted by following my commitment. And no one could ever tell me how it is that I am living. Painting my portrait vivid and opening my exhibit. I'm always my biggest critic so never take me for timid. This is a test of my limits which I'm finding no end in believing in my decision. And trusted in all my visions Signals that I'm transmitting The pen that says it was written Pages that I'm forgetting All blending with my permission Keeping me with my diction And freeing me from the friction Reminding me when I need to speak And when I need to listen It's my life, my life It's my sight, my sight It's my wrong, my right It's my life